Welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy, Tricky and Katie Katie Naked Lady. What's up, bitches? It's better. Better? I'm still working on it. I know. I don't, I don't know how much longer, you, how much more time you need to work on it. <laughs> Something will stick one day. That's what she said. You're disgusting. Get it? That was a cum joke. Yeah, I got it. It's, are we moving on? Nope. As Luke Gallows once said, his he named his computer the cum book. That's more disgusting than your joke. Uh, I listened to uh, Talking Shop the other day, and that was one of the things. They had the Young Bucks on, and he's like, Ruben with Gallows was the worst ever. Because he would watch porn Nick, the whole time? Nick Jackson was talking about it. Yeah, he's just like, I learned he was a sex addict when he made the joke that his computer was a cum book. Oh. And... Carl Anderson's like, what the fuck, big guy? Like, I didn't know this shit was wrong with you. He's like, I don't know. I was I was young and I had a lot of cum. I don't know what to say. Boys are so gross. <laughs> it's hilarious. But anyway, welcome to Offended. Uh, we got a couple topics well, today. Katie's got, got the all-out review and some other things to talk about. But let's get right into it. Let's get in the songs of the week. Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents songs of the week and also if you haven't yet go check out the anything but credible podcast with myself kyle foshe from the going off topic podcast we're all on there uh we talk about the sonic the hedgehog and how uh you know do you think there was a publicity stunt that they had sonic um look bad on purpose in the trailer and then they made him then he looked perfectly fine in the movie like oh i absolutely think so do you think it was a publicity stunt i think it was like let's see if Let's see how they'll receive it, and if it's bad, we'll use it for our marketing. Yeah, that's how I think, too. Totally. All right. Anyway, songs of the week. Let's go. You want me to go first? Yes. Okay, so my first song is You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. That's so weird. Why is this? What, what's going on with your printer right now? It's turning off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Of all the times for it to turn off, it turns off now yeah. while we're fucking recording. It's done. And we got Wayne and Garth in the room today, so you know they'll pop on at some point, too. What did you did you hear my song? Yeah, how's that not picked? Um, I checked. It's not. Yeah, that's funny because for the next house episode, um, I was wondering, because we want to do like a karaoke theme element like to it that I have an idea for. And I was like, it would be funny if you if you did the Kevin from The Office, you ought to know. No, no, no. No, it's you, you, oh, you, you, you. I fucked it up. Yeah, totally fucked it up. <sighs> Leave it to Katie to fuck it up. What's new? Uh, my first song this week is by this indie band called Skeleton Club and their new song, 777. I heard it today for the first time. Just a banger of a song. It's just, it rocks out. It has elements of like um, Nine Inch Nails in it. It's just a really good song. Go check it out. Cool. I just love to annoy you. Ow, on this podcast. <laughs> I just love to annoy you as I have a giant-ass bruise on my ass. I do have a big bruise on my ass. You want to explain to them how you have a bruise on your ass? I was, I, well, I'm painting the kitchen, and I was... Uh, you're, ha- you, you're lucky I'm painting your fucking kitchen, so let me just point that out there. First of all, I'm doing it for free. Two, I was walking down the ladder, and... I do want to move. 
and the corner of the countertop was there, and I rammed my ass right onto the corner. I cried a little bit. And then you made fun of me for telling you that I cried, and then you saw my ass, and you're like, holy shit! What the fuck happened? I'm like, well, that's that's why I cried. It hurt. Oh my god, you're such an idiot. What's your next song? <laughs> Roses by Outcast. Hmm, I wonder where this, uh, I wonder where this is going. There's a theme to my songs. Always is. Would you like to explain what the theme is, or are you going to go through them all first? Oh, I'm going to go through them all first. All right. uh, my next song is by Phoenix. They have a brand new song out off the new uh, – oh, who's directing? It's a new movie coming out only on Apple uh, Apple TV+, Plus, which is dumb. I Come on. At least put it on, like, Hulu or Netflix. Nobody watches Apple TV+. Plus. Well, that's what they're trying – they're trying to make you watch Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah, I'm just not – it's – nothing has, like – they haven't gotten anything good on there yet, in my opinion. Um, but it's a new movie, A24 movie that's coming out just on Apple TV+. And they did the soundtrack, or I guess a single for the soundtrack. And the song is called Identical. Uh, I love Phoenix. Phoenix hasn't put out a new song in quite a while, so I was very happy to see that they're back with new music. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? <laughs> Nothing. My, uh... <laughs> what are you laughing at? Have the giggles. What is it? <laughs> I I've been leaning awkwardly over this microphone. I'm like, I wonder if my chair goes down, and it did. And now I'm so much shorter than you. <laughs> so stupid. You can cut that out later. <laughs> no, it's staying in. All right, Yarell, what's your next uh, thing? Uh, Get it because you're short. <laughs> I hate everything about you by Three Days Grace. That was a banger in my. Uh, high school years i think i saw them at like two or three point fest or warp tours or something happy birthday jackie folk by the way um happy birthday yeah nobody cares about your stupid warp tour story katie you tell me to talk about the songs more i can't just say the song joking i just want to see your reaction and it was just what i thought it would be Continue. Go ahead with your song. My next song is an old song. It's like an old Motown song by uh, Gladys Knight and the Pit and the Pips. And the Pips. Gladys Knight and the Pips. And the Pips. Gladys. That's how you pronounce her name, Gladys. It yeah. is Gladys, isn't it? Yeah, not Gladys. Well, it it should be pronounced Gladys. I mean, it's G L A D Y S. Gladys. Gladys. Gladys Knight and the Pips. And the Scotty Pippins. It is. And the song is called If I Were Your Woman. If I Were Your Woman. You're obsessed with that song It's a lately. good song. It's just a really good song. What's the Motown song we listened to when we were in that, uh, going to that wedding in Joplin? Wasn't that it? Was that it? I'm pretty sure that was it. Ah, okay. You're welcome. Uh, my second, or, yeah, my, well, fourth song or second to last song. I don't know. I'm tired today. With or without you by you two. Wonder what your um what uh the theme is for the year's songs of the week. It's a pretty solid theme. Uh my next song is also by you two off of the All That You Can't Leave Behind album, Elevation. And the reason why I'm picking this uh is because it was announced today that U two is releasing the twentieth anniversary box set vinyl case of all that you can't leave behind it will have 
think it'll have like seven different vinyl records on it, four unreleased tracks, um, remixes of every song, and a whole live uh, album from the Vertigo from the Elevation tour. Holy shit! From two thousand, I think it's just from two thousand actually. So. Uh, that goes on sale soon. I'm assuming it's going to be like $200. I was going to say, how expensive is that? Like, yeah. I would think like 500 Yeah, it's going to be expensive. They did they did the same thing for Joshua Tree, and I think that was like $160. Um, like 10 years ago? Oh, like, uh, like five years ago. Okay. Like for their I was thinking 30th, inflation. Basically for like their 30th. Um, uh, but I won it really badly, and U2 is also considering... Uh, going on a 20th anniversary tour of Zoo TV, which they would bring that back to its stage. This is what we talked about on the YouTube podcast that we wanted. If there was an anniversary tour, I wanted to see Acton Baby's um, Zoo TV tour come back. It would be the 30th anniversary of that. Sorry, 30th anniversary of that. All That You Can't Leave Behind is 20th. Um, yeah, I mean... Sounds like U2 is gearing up for another tour, and it sounds like they're gearing up for maybe new music here shortly. So let's go, U2. What's your last song, Katie? Uh, my last song is the inspiration for the theme. Uh, I heard it on 105.7 The Point. Not trying to shout them out, but I heard it, so I don't want to take their credit. Um, Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash, which I haven't heard in a fucking long time. Can you guess my theme, Tricky? Is that you hate me? Yeah, I made a podcast for, or not a podcast, a playlist for you and I to listen to when we're pissed off at each other. It makes you feel better. These are five of the songs on the playlist. You're such an idiot. Um, Cool. Neat theme. And my number one song this week, which you will hear in its entirety at the end of today's show, is called Keep Your Head Up by The Joe. The Joe is Steve from Stranger Things. Papa Steve. Papa Steve. But The Joe is back, and they have a new song out called Keep Your Head Up fucking phenomenal this it's dude good. is talented as fuck that's all i gotta say and that was your songs of the week make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on spotify to defend presents songs of the week all right let's move on we haven't done this in a while so your face and heel of the week we haven't done this segment in a long time you're really asking for it this week too by the way why well you'll just have to see but it's just ironic that this is the week that the segment comes on yeah. What's your uh, face? You want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Matt Hardy being okay. That's your face? And not dying. Yeah. That's my face. That's it? That's all you want to say? No, about? yeah. I mean, that was fucking scary. Yeah. He's old. I don't think he'll be doing a lot of crazy shit like that. He, or she, he probably no. should cut down on the crazy shit he's yeah. doing. I mean, yeah, we'll get more into it when we talk about All Out, uh, when we review the pay-per-view. But um, he's alive, and he he's good. Uh, my face this week is, it's Miro Day! Miro, Miro, Miro. I knew that would be yours. I was almost going to ask what's Rusev's name, not Rusev, but I didn't want to take your day. It's Miro. We literally had a calendar when Rusev Day was like a huge thing, or right before it was a huge thing, that said Rusev, it was a Rusev Day calendar. It said it was Rusev Day every day. Every day was Rusev Day. And that hung up in our basement for like a year and a half, two years. A year? Because it was on a calendar for a full year. So it stayed up a little extra. Let's use our brain. It stayed up a little extra. You like to hold on to things. No, it didn't. I took it down right when it, right when it was over. Where is your Rusev Day calendar? It's in a box. Do you know where it's at? Yeah, I know exactly where it's at. Nice. I, just, I just went through it. Okay, all right. We're moving, if you can't tell. So the house episodes are going to 
we're going to transition the house episodes. It's going to be like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You're in a shitty house for the first season, and then it magically just turns into a cooler house in the second season. Yeah, we'll see if it's cooler. <laughs> it's a lot of expectations there. But yeah, that's why I had to if make it's a hate you. not better than this house, we're not moving. I had to make you a hate, hate you playlist. I had to make me a hate Todd playlist. Makes me feel better. But we're not. We're, we're past songs of the week. Yeah, just explaining why I made it because we're moving. We're all stressed the fuck out. All right, what's your heel of the week? You. Huh, my heel this week is me also. <laughs> it was probably for the same reason, actually. Um, so I don't know if listeners can tell that you're kind of cocky and you kind of know everything, especially when it comes to, like, nerdy-ass shit. Like, I don't know, Marvel. <laughs> and so you... One, you have been like, I love Iron Man. I love all of the Avengers movies. They're so great. Black Panther, fuck yeah. Okay. And this whole time I'm like, oh, yeah, I know Todd hasn't seen Doctor Strange. I keep saying, like, let's watch Doctor Strange. Oh, also, I haven't seen Ant-Man. Why don't we watch Ant-Man together, okay? None of those things have happened. On a side note, I have a personal vendetta against this because you made fun of me for liking Home Alone 4, which I thought was Home Alone 3, but that's a whole other thing. No. When it I didn't watch... Home Alone watch... 3. You thought it was Home Alone 4. It's Whatever. You had it backwards. Whatever. Okay? And I've never seen the first two until this last year. So, fuck you. I'll let it, you... I'll let... No. 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 Yours is way worse than mine. Mine was literally two movies in a four-movie, like, quartet series i don't know whatever you want to fucking call it i'll let you continue on what no you go ahead keep going no you're also your own heel of the week so explain why you're the heel <sighs> i'm the heel because i i came out in the open i haven't seen half the mcu movies half literally captain america i haven't seen any winter of the Cap- soldier i haven't seen thor any- <laughs> shut up i haven't seen any of the captain america movies i haven't seen uh i've only seen thor ragnarok uh, I hadn't seen any of the Ant-Man movies. I haven't seen Doctor Strange. And I hadn't seen Age of Ultron and Captain Marvel. It's absolute horseshit. The only one out of that list that I haven't only ones, I'm sorry, is Ant-Man. Even though I think we finished, I think I watched that. And the Ant-Man 2 with the Wasp. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Captain Marvel. And I haven't seen Captain Marvel. But those are all fairly new, Todd. I know. Um, I saw. I think I saw everything else in the theater. So this past week, I've watched all three Captain Americas. Phenomenal. Winter Soldier is amazing, by the way. That might be one of my favorite. With um, Bucky? Yeah, with, with Bucky. That might be that one. I think that one might be up there for like my favorite MCU movie. Um, I thought, I'm going to be honest. I want to rewatch it again. I thought Civil War was a little overrated. Um, as much as everybody loves that one. Like everybody had said that Civil War was like one of the best MCU movies ever made. I disagree. I mean, it's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong, but it's all action. But there's like the story is just like, hey, I'm Captain America. I don't like this, so let's fight. And then they fight, and that's basically the whole movie. Like Iron Man's like, you need to sign this, and blah blah blah. Basically, I I think I come to the realization that I don't really like Captain America until like Infinity War or um, Endgame, because as Stoutsy put it perfectly, he's just American. I don't really feel like your opinion is valid because you've been such a shitty um, Marvel right. fan. Um, 
Stoutsy. Uh, I have to call him Mr. Stout right now because he pulled an Iron Man to my Spider-Man today. <laughs> um, he said, basically, I'm taking away... Stout said, I'm taking away your Spider-Man suit until you make this better. And I said, Mr. I said, Mr. Stout, I can make this better. He's like, not now, Peter. Not now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so See, basically, that's the nerdy shit that you used to do or, like... Have been participating in. I turned for heel years. this week, big time. Turned heel this week to the point where my mother was shocked. I think she's gonna disown you. She um, keeps threatening to like keep you, me and send you away. So I wish you were at the house at my grandma's house when I told her that I hadn't seen these movies, and her and Keaton were like, "What?" Like she was shocked. And you know what? This is such a 2020 thing. <laughs> what? This, I mean, if 2020 can get weirder, I mean, you know. You you come out and don't lie for once? You're not know, being a liar? God. Hey, no, 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 no. I never lied about anything. That is one thing I will fucking hold to m- the day I die. I never once said I had seen those movies. I never once said that. I just played along and was like, hey, I want to see Endgame because I like the Marvel movies. I never said which Marvel movies those were. I never said I saw those movies. When people would ask me, hey, did you see Doctor Strange? I said no. When people said, did you see Ant-Man? No. No one ever asked me if I had seen Captain America or Thor. that's a fucking they given. Just, they, exactly. They just assumed. So is, is are they the ones in the wrong or am I in the wrong? Let's be. You, let's no, be. you're in the wrong. 100% you're in the wrong. Hundred percent. Yeah, I am. <sighs> That's, are you recording? Did you hit record on that? No, it's recording. Um, just so so it has a uh, you forever yeah, I'm not admitting happy. that I, you're wrong. I really wish I would have saw those movies in um in theaters. I gotta why be honest. Did, why didn't you? Uh, to be completely honest, when all the Marvel stuff was coming out, if you remember back way when. Uh, like Iron Man and all those were coming out. It was a lot at once. They yeah, Marvel like, Marvel finally has slowed it down. Like in the last few years, Marvel slowed it down to like two or three a year. I know it was like every two months there it was, was. It was a, a big lot, movie. like right away. And I was remember when Captain America and Thor were coming out. I was just like, oh. and Thor just didn't look good to me. And I think it's because they dyed his eyebrows like bleach blonde. Well, that's it. Bugged me. It bugged mm-hmm. me. Like, they fixed it after. Like, they fixed it in the first Avengers and everything. But, like, I think everyone was like, Thor looks weird. What's wrong with Thor? Oh, his beard and his eyebrows are bleached like his hair. Like, let's make his eyebrows and beard normal color. He's not from the Earth. Maybe his hair Everybody is... else looked normal. Loki looks normal. <laughs> Fuck. Loki does not look normal. Yes, he does. Loki looks creepy. I'm halfway through Thor right now. So, with that being said, I have watched all the Captain Americas. I'm halfway through Thor right now. I stopped watching to record this. And I watched Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron was fucking dope, by the way. I was actually wondering, like, how are they going to beat this guy? James Spader. And then, (laughs) yeah, uh, my mom and Keaton were always saying... It's going to make so much more sense to you. Everything's going to make so much more sense. And I was watching Civil War, and I'm like, fuck. Black Panther makes so much sense now. Like, yeah, because they're really tied into the Civil War. Mm-hmm. That movie is. That mo- yeah. Civil War and Black Panther. Like, you have to watch Civil War before you watch Black Panther. I understand that now. Which I thought you could just... With other superhero movies that tie into each other, normally you don't have to go watch all the other ones. 
with the MCU, I kind of realized you kind of have to watch them all. Because it's like, like, on a timeline and where there's, like, a huge fucking, like, all of it leads up to, like, Thanos. Yeah. Um, and um, the end of Age of Ultron, when Thanos walks, the very end, like, the post credit scene, Thanos walks up, grabs the Infinity Gauntlet, and he goes, I guess I have to do this myself. It is insane and so cool. How long, I mean, I know we talked about this before, but how long of a time span that there is and how they piece these movies together, how Thanos was always the end game, no pun intended. Like, that's just awesome. Like, they had it from the beginning that these are the Infinity Stones and this is what we're going to go to. What's crazy to me is what I found out actually like an hour ago watching a Watch Mojo countdown is that when they were filming Iron Man, the script for Iron Man wasn't even finished yet when they were started filming that. So most of the lines in that movie are ad-libbed. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, that shows you how good Robert Downey Jr. really is. See, what I wish... So, and I'm kind of... Okay, I feel like they rushed Endgame and all of that stuff. I don't think they rushed go, Endgame on. at all. Well, no, 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 no. Not the movie itself. I'm saying, like, the timeline that they released it... Only because, like, I still want, like, a black... Like, I know Black Widow is coming out this year, and who's the girl that's in love with the robot guy that's the Infinity Stone in his forehead? Vision and yeah. Wanda? Yeah, like... Scarlet Witch? Yeah, I don't know anything about them. Like, I wish I wish they yeah, would have put out... You're not, like, supposed to. They're coming out with their... So, on Disney+, Plus, that's supposed to come out at the end of the year, which I don't know if it will. Uh, WandaVision. Uh, it's supposed to be, like, part sitcom and part, like, Marvel. So... I'm really intrigued on how this is going to work. So it's supposed to be like like a laugh track is supposed to be in it. Oh. Yeah. See? So, no, no, I wish there was like a movie. That intrigues me. Like, yeah. That intrigues me. Like, how are they going to pull this off? Because I trust Marvel to pull that off. I guess we'll see. I might eat my words. But I just, I just wish that I knew everybody's origin story prior to Endgame. I didn't realize. And I had a few people tell me Thor was just okay. So far, I'm loving Thor. It's, it's the second one that I don't like. A lot of I've heard from a lot of people that they like on Facebook when I said I have to come clean about something. Um, a lot of people were saying you can skip Dark World, which I'm not going to. But whatever. Uh, once I, like I get Thor. once I f- get caught up and I'm watching all the movies that I missed. Once I finish that, Katie, you and I are gonna go back f- to Iron Man and go all the way through all of them. Can we be in our new house by then? No. <laughs> um. But I was kind of thinking about this and how you like to binge watch stuff. I do. The way I've been like watching these, it's just the same as binge watching a TV show, especially with how long that they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. Um, yeah, I apologize to all the nerds out there, to all my fans You're of the podcast. Fake nerd. I'm not a fake phony nerd. Phony Stark, I believe. Uh, Stoutsy called you phony Stark. You know. This is my learning experience, okay? Every superhero has a moment where they fail and they learn from their mistakes and they move forward. You're not a fucking superhero. I am a superhero. This is where I become Lord Tricky. God damn. You're so annoying. It's all part of the plan. See, maybe I'm not a superhero. I'm just a super villain. Uh, that would be more likely. I totally turned heel. I don't. I don't have anything else to say to you. Keep going. Uh. Anyway, yeah. But one of the characters I wish. Okay, there's two things I want to say about the MCU though that they don't explain, and I know they don't explain, uh, because I've watched Endgame. Wow. 
enlighten us with your... Why does Scarlet Witch, how does she lose her Russian accent? Why does she talk normal in Infinity War and Endgame? You're talking about Black Widow. No, I'm talking about Scarlet Witch, the um, Wanda. Really? She's Russian with her brother, Quicksilver. I barely remember that. I'm not the person She's very... She speaks very... Like Elizabeth Olsen, her character. She speaks very, 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 very Russian. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it's It's like Lana. And then also... It is. And then how come they don't explain Black Widow and Hulk? That's what I'm saying. They don't explain those two. Those are the two stories that got dropped. Because they have like a love interest. Yeah. Like why do they not explain those two? Those are the only two things I have a gripe about. They never explained it. Maybe, but at the same time, if you think about it, you go and watch Endgame again. It had been however five years, I think it was, from Infinity War to Endgame. So a lot can go on. There's a lot of unexplained that maybe they can film a movie. Maybe we will get a movie in between then um, about like what, hap- what happened after like the snap, which would be fun. I think that would be like an f- interesting story. How does the Hulk become Dr. Hulk, Dr. Steve Bannon. Yeah, that would be Banner. cool. Dr. Steve Banner. Yeah, Bannon's a dickhead. Yeah, don't don't mention <laughs> Bannon on this podcast. God. Uh, we're going to start dying yeah, I, from leprosy. We're going to start dying from leprosy or some shit. I threw shit. up in my mouth just saying his name. Um, yeah. <laughs> MCU, I'm the heel of the week. Sorry, guys. I Sorry. Hopefully one day I can get my Spider-Man suit back. No. On to the cooler superheroes. The Batman trailer came out a couple weeks ago, and we meant to bring it up uh, last week, and I forgot. Um, so it wasn't that cool. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's humor. Sarcasm. That was the third. Remember when I couldn't think of anything for the one, two, three, and I'm like, I had it? It was Batman. Oh, yeah, I it do was the, remember. It was the Batman. Uh, Robert Pattinson. I've been saying it on here for months Possibly close to a year now, actually, from when it got released. When he got announced, I think it was like a year ago. I have been saying he's going to kill it as Batman. And that trailer, the Batman, looks fucking incredible. And speaking of new trailers, we'll talk more in the Batman in the future once we learn more about what like the story is about and everything else. Because they don't really show anything. It's still in production. Um, they just had to shut down production, actually, because he has COVID. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait to see... The Batman, but what movie I also cannot wait to see. This movie has been hyped for about a couple of years now. Has it really? Yes. Same. See, this is the, fir- the first time I've heard about it was when we watched the trailer. Yeah, this movie has been hyped as like the next big, what could be the next big franchise in like cinema. And um, the movie is Dune. Dune with Timothy Chalamet, uh, Zendaya, Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin, a.k.a. Thanos, um, and Oscar Isaac, a.k.a. Poe Dameron. What's up? Um, Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah, and Jason Momoa. That's a, this is a big, big, big cast, and it just looks original. It doesn't look like, as much as I love superhero movies, it's nice and refreshing to see a big blockbuster movie coming out next year that doesn't revolve around Marvel or DC. It's kind of like a draft. I feel like it's like a, okay, my thoughts. After watching it, it's like a Star Wars, Jurassic Park kind of. And I say Jurassic Park because it's like so new and weird that it's like there's no other movies like Jurassic Park that exist. So that's why I say Jurassic Park. Star Wars because it's kind of like space sci-fi. And then my third one. Oh, what was my fucking third one? The Matrix. 
Yeah, I because can see it's the kind of about it. uh, looks like there's going to be a lot of like cool fight scenes that are maybe not realistic in Earth's gravity kind of shit. So can we? Uh, so yeah, exactly. And bef- uh, before I was going to say what I was going to say, uh, Warner Brothers is banking on this to be like the next Star Wars. Like that's like their goal. Is- well, they they stacked the first movie. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Dune's supposed to be huge, and let's be honest. Uh, Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet are your next huge, huge movie stars. Is the second one the main guy, and then the yeah Zendaya is the girl. She's uh, Mary Jane, yes. uh, Spider Man, the new Spider Man. Yeah. and she's in that HBO show uh, Euphoria. I think is how you pronounce. It. I think it's what it's called. We started. I started watching. It. I need to finish that. That was. I really liked the first two episodes. I watched that. Yeah, they're both so young that they have so far to go, mm-hmm. but they're all already so talented. Timothy Chalamet has been nominated for, I think, four Academy Awards what? in two years. He was nominated for Best Lead and Best Supporting Actor in one year. How old is he? Like, 25? He's like 21. Shit. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet is young as fuck. we got a Leonardo Di- DiCaprio. That <laughs> Here, I'm going to look it up right now how old Timothy Chalamet is, because now I'm curious. Got like a child star on our hands. Timothy Chalamet is twenty four years old. So I was closer. Yeah. Um, but he probably he, was nominated at twenty one. He was a child in Interstellar, which that came out ten years ago. Oh, that makes me feel old because I know I saw that in the theater. You saw it with me. You're the one that's like, why well, didn't they get save Anne Hathaway? Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Um, yeah, fuck that movie though. That was Interstellar was his second movie ever. And that was in 2014. Uh, he was in a movie called The Adderall Diaries, um, Hot Summer Nights, Lady Bird. Uh, he's the dickhead in Lady Bird, if anybody remembers that movie, that she had a crush on, and he ends up being a total douche in it. One of your faves? I do like that movie. Um, let's see. What was he nominated for? I think he was in the movie Little Woman that was uh, directed by Greta Gerwig. He was in A Rainy Day in New York, which was directed by Woody Allen. Uh, Greta Gerwig also directed Lady Bird. Um, I love Greta Gerwig. Awards and nominations. Chalamet was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actor in his performance for Call Me By Your Name, which I do want to see that too. Uh, He was also nominated for a Golden Globe uh, for Best Actor as well. He was also received high recognition for Lady Bird. And for his work at Beautiful Boy, he was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor. So he's only nominated for Academy Award once. I don't know where I got the two for. I mean, that's still an impressive resume. At 24 years old? Yeah. Yeah. For any actor at the age of, like, 70, that would be an impressive resume. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Dune coming out, I think, next summer. That's a movie, like, you want to go see in theaters, I feel like. I agree. I'm not a huge, like... I want to see it in theaters kind of person. Like, we go see stuff in theaters because you want to see it. But a movie like that, I, I would want to go see in theaters versus, like, watching it at home. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So before we move on, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, our boys, our podcast brethren, the network leaders. 
the Anything But Credible podcast. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Court Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com, too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. AEW All Out. I almost said Dynamite. AEW All Out was this past weekend. It was okay. I'm not going to go out my way and say that it was the best pay-per-view of all time, because it wasn't. It was good. Um, I think the Heat Index, and I think some of the uh, other issues that they had during that show definitely played a factor into the energy levels throughout the rest of the show. Um it was like 80 percent humidity there, so it felt like what they said on Dynamite this past week, which uh, other fans have been saying that were there, were saying that it felt like it was a hundred and seventeen degrees there that night. Isn't that insane? Like, yeah. So imagine performing in that. Imagine performing. Imagine having to sit there for two and a half, three hours with a mask on. You know, well, that, God, that's with it. A mask I mean, too. I, I, everybody should be wearing a fucking mask, go to the grocery store, don't fucking complain, but I get it for three hours. It, it was probably not fun to try to have like high energy. Yeah. You're not going to have high energy if you have to sit there with a mask on. No. Um, but, um, on top of all that AW dynamite last night, hold on, NXT Tuesday night, uh, congratulations are in order to Finn Balor. New NXT champion. Woo! Finny boy. What sucks, however, though, is how little buzz NXT got this past week. Um, especially with a brand new NXT champion in, in Finn Balor. Um, uh, he wrestled Adam Cole for the title. The ratings for that show was 800,000 plus. Like 870,000 plus, I think it was. Um, still good. Good numbers for them. 
good numbers. Uh, AEW Dynamite's uh, ratings were just released about an hour ago, and they hit over one million in the views. Holy shit! Um, so I think it's safe to say that for the sake of both shows, I think both shows need to stay on separate nights. I think NXT needs to be on Tuesdays and Dynamite needs to stay on Wednesdays. That's my opinion. Um, I know some people will be like, oh, that's just saying Dynamite wins. No, nah, it's not really. I think it's just better for the overall wrestling business right now to keep the show separate, get fan bases in, uh, get the fans like in on every show, build up wrestling again. That's, I think that's what we need to do. Uh, the Wednesday Night Wars were fun and all, but at the same time, you're taking fans away from watching one show versus the other, and I think it kind of hurts the product overall in the long run. Anything from you? No. I mean, I don't really agree or disagree. I don't really... I I have such a... I really like AEW, and I'm just not... I've never liked the WWE product, for real. And it's because I didn't grow up on it, so I don't really feel like that I have a valid opinion for that. You did like it. You did like... Hold on. You did like people from their wrestlers, like Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I did, but it's like at the same time, it's like so out of like a WWE show, whether that was SmackDown, Raw, NXT, whatever, it's like I would like one or two of the wrestlers and care about their storylines, but again, I don't really watch the wrestling part. I watch it for the storylines, so it's like, so out of the three shows that were WWE, I'd watch like one or two things. AEW, I care about more of the overall show, right? and that's just because I didn't grow up on it, like you, you know. It could be said like that for anything. You grow up on something, you love something, I mean, versus being like introduced to it later and being like, "This is something you really care about, so I want you to care about it." Yeah, AEW's, it's different. It's a different mindset. Well, AEW is also just fresh right now. It actually yeah. feels like a brand new show and like something that the wrestling world definitely needed. They definitely needed a show that was backed by a guy who has money and Tony Khan and could actually produce a wrestling show. With pyro and good visual effects and, like, all these other things that they can piece together to make a good wrestling show. Right. So, and me saying that, you know, WWE should suffer and should die and whatever. Like, like when you're saying they should go on two different days, like, I don't really have an opinion of that because I don't really think one should die over the other. Like, I mm-hmm. just choose to like one more than the other. But that doesn't mean that I want, I don't know, but, um, bad shit to happen to everybody. Right. So, all out this past weekend. Um, started off with the two buy-in uh, matches. One was Joey Janela versus Serpentico. Decent match. Joey Janela with the win. Uh, second match was Private Party versus The Dark Order. Alex Reynolds and John Silver, the two guys that steal the show each and every week on Being the Elite. They were so lucky. They started off as jobbers and have become non-jobbers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, congrats they, to them. Because they became themselves. They're having fun. Right. Like, if you just be yourself and have fun, that's the key to professional wrestling. I think a lot of people have shown that that's the key. How to get over? You look at the fucking New Day, for example. They were, like, struggling, like, barely staying afloat. Like, and a part of me thinks that, like, if New Day didn't come together, Kofi and possibly Xavier and even Big E would probably all be released by now. Probably. And then... When they put New Day together, they tried to put WWE tried to put their own spin on it, and finally New Day was just like, "Can we just be ourselves? Can we just be ourselves? Let us be 
ourselves because we know that we're funny. Let's be ourselves. WWE let them be themselves, and guess what? New Day ends up becoming one of the most overacts in WWE history. Kofi Kingston ends up winning the WWE Championship. Big E's in line now for a monster push, which seems like right now he's going to win the Royal Rumble and face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the championship. Ooh, that'd be a good match. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. That seems like what they're that seems like what they're gearing towards here. We'll see if they go through with it. Until Bill Goldberg's like, I want to wrestle again and then ruins everything again. Probably. It'll probably be Goldberg and Roman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, but yeah, once they like for the Dark Order, they let them be themselves and look at where they're at. Uh, now let's go into All Out. Uh, the Tooth and Nail match to start the show. Big Swole versus uh, Britt Baker. I'm not, I don't want to talk about this one too much. Why? Why don't you want to talk about it? I have a ne- needle phobia. I don't know what it's called, but I don't like it. I have Xanax to go get flu shots. So yeah, to uh, there was a part where she stuck a needle in no, her no, leg. No, 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 I don't and... want to know. <laughs> You told me I haven't had to watch it yet. It was just hanging there. Stop. <laughs> Big Swole wins. The match was just bad. The match was just bad. Um, yeah, I have nothing else to say. They should have just had a regular wrestling match. That match was just bleh. And I wish it was stayed on the buy-in. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. I wish it was stayed on the buy-in. Uh, next up, the true opener, in my opinion, the Young Bucks versus uh, Jurassic Express. Uh, fantastic match. Anytime I see a tag team match that's on the card for Dynamite or anything AEW, I get excited because their tag team wrestling is just out, out of this world phenomenal. It's priority. Yeah, it's priority. They're a priority, mm-hmm. and tag teams are priority in AEW. Young Bucks uh, looking like heels in this match. Super kicking Marco's stunt for no reason. Um, and they really kind of beat the shit out of Jurassic Express towards the end of the match, like really kind of making making a statement. And... Uh, as we saw on Dynamite, it seems like that they're full-blown heels. So, I'm excited. I've never seen them as heels. Really? No. Oh, most of their stuff I've shown you from Being the Elite, they're, they're heels there. I probably didn't understand it then, though. Right. I, I kind of want to re-watch Being the Elite with you now. Just show you some parts, because some parts in that are hilarious. Like, when they go to the t- toy store, and they're, like, looking for, like, I forget. They're looking at the wrestling section. And they're like, guys, they have the toy. And Cody's like, oh. They do have it. Oh my god. They have the they have the toy and they show Stardust. And Cody acts like he's gonna grab Stardust and instead he grabs the Roman Reigns toy. He's like, I'm gonna get this. <laughs> and then he picks up the NXT title and he's like, I'm gonna get this for Adam Cole too. May he rest in peace. So they were heels there? They were yeah, they were heels there. Like Cody was a mon Cody as a heel was a dickhead. Like as a he was a fucking prick as a heel. He would spit in people's faces like like tell the fans to go fuck themselves and like Cody is a dick when he's a heel. Can we talk about a Marco Stunt's uh camera camera shot? On oh, Dynamite? Yeah. When FTR said these titles when they face Jurassic Express next week, that's like it won't be for the tag titles and Marco Stunt turns to the camera and goes, Pussy <laughs> That's why I like AEW. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, exactly. But uh Young Bucks on Dynamite super kicking Alex Marvez and let's go. Bucks I think are turning. And if they're not, see, there's the thing. It's storytelling to where maybe they're not turning. You don't know, but it seems like that they're heels. So let's move forward with that. Uh, up next was the 21-man casino battle royale. Um, who who won the pick Lance on this one? Lance Archer who won? won that. Um, um, who picked Lance Archer, though? Uh, shout out to Matt Seidel on that botch. You're an asshole. <laughs> what? 
said, who picked Lance Archer to you win? You did. You picked Lance Archer. But I, it's because I told you to, and we have audio proof of that on the last episode no, of No, you gave me, like, an option, and I was like, oh, I'm going to pick Lance Archer. Um, But how about that debut for Matt Seidel that slipping poor, on the ropes? That poor guy. I know. He fell so hard, and it was so it bad. It doesn't seem like he signed the AEW. It looks like it was just supposed to be, like, a one-off <gasps> thing, too. No. Yeah. No. <gasps> AKA Evan Bourne from WWE. Um, Darby took a hell of a bump in this match too, in the body bag, landing on his fucking head. I have no idea how Darby's like. He's just nuts. Uh, Eddie yeah, Kingston. What? He he left like really, like the the refs carried him off, and it looked pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Lance Archer wins the battle royale by eliminating Eddie Kingston last. However, on Dynamite this past week, Eddie Kingston said, I was never officially eliminated. Look up the rules. And now I'm starting to think back and remember, Eddie Kingston was on the outside of the ring for most of the match. And I don't think he fully went into the ring at the end of that match. I think he's still actually, this might turn into a triple threat match for the AEW World Championship on October 14th. So... We'll like he never made it fully into the ring. Yeah, he won't. He went through the ropes. I don't think he ever went over the oh. ropes. So we'll see what happens. I like Eddie Kingston. I like him. Uh, next up, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in a broken rules match. And if Matt Hardy would have lost, he would have to leave AEW. The reason why I'm saying that part is because what happened was one of the most scariest things I've ever seen in wrestling ever. And it was a total accident. Uh, Matt Hardy crashing his head onto the concrete floor. And he was completely knocked out cold for real. Snoring on the floor. He was legitimately snoring. Um, Sammy Guevara, you could tell, was kind of like, what's going on? He kept looking at Aubrey like, hey, Aubrey, kudos to Aubrey Edwards. She realized it immediately and called off the match immediately. She's like, he cannot go. Nobody was really, like, doing anything, but she was, like, visibly, like, getting upset. Like, he cannot go. Like, he is knocked out cold. Somebody please come help him. Nobody was, like, showing up yet. It was kind of almost like, what the fuck do we do moment. And it's a new company, so it, you know, may not have to deal with this. And you live and you learn. Type well, of and, thing. I, and, like, imagine. Th- so they didn't have their match in the ring. They had their match in the dailies place, whatever, like who knows how far away everybody else was from where they were performing. Right. That's the thing. Like the locker rooms and shit may not have been right there. Like if it was at the wrestling ring where everybody is at, that might've been a different story. Uh, Sammy Guevara goes to pick up Matt Hardy and actually is physically carrying Matt Hardy. Like Hardy is not using his legs at all. And it was just scary. They call off the match, and it's like, okay, does that mean Hardy's gone from AEW? There could have been other things, but it seemed like... So they go off camera for a little bit, and they cut to the announcers, and the announcers are talking to the fans like, this is a scary situation. Like, they were totally out of character and just talking to the fans. One of the only other times I've ever seen them do that was when Owen Hart died. So this was very freaky for if any wrestling fans have been around long enough to remember that. It was a freaky fucking moment, and that's why I was like, if you remember me, I was visibly like, oh my god, like, this is fucking creepy. Like, right. I'm right. wigged out by this right now, like, big time. All of a sudden, they're like, the match will re- 
continue. It's like, what? I'm like, oh my God. And I said to you right before that's right when it started, I go, they're going right to the finish. Well, yeah, because they were showing even the fans too. And it wasn't like a good shot of the fans. They were just trying to eat up time. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're starting again. So it's like they were trying to eat up enough time to, I guess, compensate for the rest of the match. And And I can't believe Matt Hardy climbed at the top of that. If you, if you watch that part again, watch Sammy Guevara as he's climbing up the scaffolding. He's like holding on. Sammy to Guevara is holding on to him the whole time. Sammy Guevara is like, "I'm not letting go of you." Like he has his arm like hooked on his arm. He's like, "I am not letting go of you." So kudos to Sammy Guevara too for trying to protect uh, Matt Hardy. Um, I will say it is kind of bad. I do think Tony Khan should have stepped in and stopped it altogether. I do think that should have happened, um, but. Knowing how Matt Hardy is, I could totally see him pushing, pushing, pushing to just do the ending of the match and call it a night. Well, he's not like a rookie either. He's like a a professional. He's like the, like when Matt Hardy retires, he's going to be the product or the the trainer and the, you know, he's going to have all of the influence and certain, you know, Um, if he sticks with wrestling, it's just, he's not a guy that's like, Oh, you're, you're done. He's not going to just say I'm done. So they do the ending. Uh, Sammy Guevara loses and Matt Hardy kind of celebrates on the scaffolding. They cut away really quickly. Um, it was just an awkward fucking moment. And to your WWE stands out there, they're like, Oh my God, fucking sloppy shop. Rookie mistake would never happen in WWE. Did you forget? That Owen Hart died, and they continued the fucking show. Eddie Guerrero died the, earlier in the day, and they still went on performing the fucking show. Uh, did you also forget about Brian Pillman, who also died an hour before the scheduled pay-per-view, and they went on with the pay-per-view? Or how about The Undertaker at WrestleMania 30 when he was concussed, fucking severely concussed, at the beginning of the match, and they let him continue that match? Or Bill Goldberg in Saudi Arabia last year when he was blatantly concussed and almost dropped Undertaker on his fucking head because he was so concussed, but they let that match go on. Or how about Kyrie Sane in the TLC match last year when after she was visibly concussed, Charlotte punches her in the face three times, and Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, not WWE referees or producers or anybody else, not Vince McMahon, not anybody else, but Becky Lynch was the one that had to push Kyrie Sane under the ring so that way she wouldn't get back in the match. After she had just been put through a table after being punched in the face three times and after being concussed in the beginning of the match. So go fuck yourselves, WWE stands, because you have no idea what you're talking about and you look like fucking idiots. The end. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Yes. And <laughs> suck a dick. Um, Shit happens and you should be prepared as you can. The fact is it's a fucking live show so you can only be prepared somewhat. And Matt Hardy, I feel like if it was, I feel like if it was newer talent or someone who's not been around so long, it would have been like, Sammy Guevara, you're, we're cutting the match off. Like you, you're concussed. We're done. I don't know. Each situation is different. Yeah. It ended okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, in my opinion, the match of the night uh, for the AEW Women's Championship, Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, this match was awesome. This match was fantastic. It is by, in my opinion, the match of the night. Um, probably one of the best women's matches of the year, in my opinion. Um, 
match was fantastic. Sheeta picks up the victory, uh, retains the title. I'm just glad that they have, like, I know they're building their women's division and that just takes time. Uh, but these two women, I think, are fun to watch. Yeah. So they, and I feel like they're a good addition to the AEW mm-hmm. team. Oh, definitely. Uh, I hope Thunder Rosa, um, she's the NWA women's champion, so I hope she stays around a little longer. Um, she de- she is defending her NWA Women's Championship next week on Dynamite. I do like that there's crossover, too. It makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seems like Billy Corgan and uh, Tony Khan struck a deal. So we'll see how that moves forward. Maybe we could see some Nick Aldis in uh, AEW soon. Ooh. I like him. I do like him, too. Um, see, and this is a part from after the Matt Hardy incident. Uh, the energy levels were completely sucked out of the crowd. And, it, again, it could have been... Uh, due to the heat and all that, but I th- I think that was just an added factor. Even the wrestlers are quiet around the ring, and that's weird. They're never quiet around the ring. You just watched Dynamite this past week, for example. Like, they're never quiet. Um, next up, we have Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the National Nightmares versus the Dark Order of Brody Lee, Mr. Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson with Anna Jay in their corner. Um this was a fun match. This was a really fun match, and I was shocked that the Natural Nightmares picked up the victory. I was shocked by that. I know. They never seem to win anything. I know. Uh, good for them. Good for them. But uh, we'll see what happens. Matt Cardona is not signed to uh, AEW, so I wonder what he's going to do and where, um, with his future. I mean, I know he and, him and Cody are, like, best buds, so. Uh, that's it's kind of weird surprising that, like, that he's not signed. Then. It's weird that the best like best friends of like Bucks and like Cody are not signing with AEW. It's just weird to me. Yeah, Marty. Um, well, because it's it's a new brand. I think you know people still got to make their money, so mm-hmm. they see that they're valuable elsewhere. All right. All right. Next match uh, at AEW All Out was the longest match of the night at thirty minutes long was for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, FTR versus Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page, whiskey and milk. Um, It's probably the last time I get to say that. Um, Probably, yeah. I love this match for two reasons. Number one, storytelling. And number two, um, this was an old-school style wrestling match. And what I mean by that is the finish of the match was not won by a finishing move. That is totally old school style wrestling and in my opinion i think that's a lost that's a lost art form on professional wrestling you i feel like you have to win matches like like that that um are unexpected and it makes it it adds a level of realism to it as well um because like if you think about it like you're not gonna go to your if you're playing hockey and there's a special move you have like this deep toe drag that you're always going to do and that's like your finishing move because you score on that shot every time but in typical sports fashion you're not going to score on that every time so you have to do something else different to win hockey games and maybe pass the puck and the other guy scores it's a different from the finish right right so i like this and they used a move that's like a really old school wrestling move and they won the match with it the fcr did and i just love i just love that they went old school this was purely old school professional wrestling this match was well and it makes it unique you're not always expecting the finishing move to end at all mm-hmm. like if you watch old like 80s you watch old dusty Rhodes matches for example or rick flair matches those matches are about 30 minutes long each all their matches are in the 80s they beat the shit out of each other 
for 30 minutes. There's never a finishing move done to win those matches. And that's why I think FTR is great because they are the fucking throwback to professional wrestling. They love professional wrestling. They hate sports entertainment. And that's what is so good. Really? That's what's so great. I'm just saying that. Oh, okay. That's what's so great about FTR, though. They are professional fucking wrestlers. They don't do... They didn't want to do bullshit. They were offered the fucking moon to stay with WWE if they went into a comedy gimmick. And they were like, nah, we love wrestling. And they left and took less money to go be wrestlers. And to me... That's fucking awesome. Yeah, you just got to decide if the money's worth more or your happiness. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and on top of that, Adam Hangman Page and Kenny Omega look to be done. Hangman collapses after the match. Um, he collapses after the match, and Kenny doesn't catch him. Kenny walks out. Kenny walks down the heel entranceway, just like the Young Bucks did on Dynamite last week, finds the Bucks, and Kenny's like, let's go. Let's go. Let's get out of here. We're done. We're done. Let's go. It's time to, it's time to move on. It's time to focus. It's time to move on, uh, which is interesting. Another thing that's interesting, I think Adam Hangman Page wore tights instead of his normal trunks uh, in this match to add a level of storytelling to the match. Like it was, I think he purposely wore those just for the spot of Omega reaching on and clinching on like to his tassels, like trying to help him out in the middle of the match, like pulling on him like the last chance the last shot of like come on please help me let's do this let's please let's do this together like hanging on for dear life hanging on for their team's life and then he let go i think that was totally added for that element of storytelling i'm sure it was they're so uh particular about all of that Mm -hmm. they're very careful about what they put on there and what they don't this is like this match was how wrestling should be in terms of storytelling. The match the match itself told a story, and that's all you need. That's what professional wrestling is. Um, this is my second favorite match of the night, uh, just for that reason. Um, and we'll see what happens. Is the cleaner coming back? We'll see. Um, being the elite, uh, Adam Hangman Page asked uh, Brandon Cutler to tell the Young Bucks and Kenny that he's sorry. Are you sorry? <laughs> And he hopes to make things better soon. So I think the Bucks and Kenny are totally turning on Hangman. And Hangman's going to be shot to the moon as AEW's next big babyface. It could work. I could see it. Uh, Next up, Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho in a Mimosa Mayhem match. Where the match can be won by pinfall submission or fully submerging your opponent into a vat of mimosa. Brilliant fucking idea. It was a brilliant idea. It was a fun match. These two are fun workers together. It's the end of the story as Orange Cassidy defeated Chris Jericho by knocking him into the Vat of Mimosa. Chris Jericho having the picture-perfect splash, too. Oh, my God, was that splash he practiced. fucking perfect. <laughs> it looks like and like the fans are sitting on the outside. If you watch on Being the Elite, they show like the camera from like the fans. Like Cutler has like the camera. And the water comes forward. I'm like, oh, this is like when you stand on the bridge at Six Flags for the tidal wave. <laughs> You're calling Chris Jericho the tidal wave? <laughs> You're goddamn right I am with that dad bod. With the six-pack dad bod. I'm okay with it. I like his dad bod. He pulls it off. He makes it work. He's Chris fucking Jericho. He's the demo god for a fucking reason. Um, also, shout out to Kenny Omega for that perfect uh, kick of the beer that splashed all over the camera. 
Oh, that was funny. <laughs> like, perfect splash. You know the cameraman was like, fuck. Yeah. But they used it in the video package on Dynamite this past week, and it was like, it was perfect. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> like, that splash, two perfect splashes in one night. Come on, AEW. Come on, guys. They're trying here. They tried to pull the energy levels back up. Those, they did. Those two perfect splashes. <laughs> um, And finally, the main event for the AEW World Championship John Moxley versus MJF for the AEW World Championship. John Moxley was banned from using his finishing move, the Paradigm Shift. Uh, this match was fun. This match was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I actually thought I was expecting this match to kind of be a little bit of a dud, personally. Um, I don't know why. I just didn't have good feelings about it, and this match actually blew away my expectations. Uh, third best match of the night. Those are my three stars. Three matches of the night. Three stars? What? Yeah, like hockey, like at the end of every game, they gave out three stars. Oh. The three stars of the game. For me, my three stars of the night was at number three, Moxley versus MJF. Number two, uh, Kenny Omega and Paige versus FTR. Number one, uh, Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. I thought you were doing like a Dave Meltzer, like five-star rating no, or no, something. No, 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 uh, This match was very good. I love that Moxley cheated and used the paradigm shift to beat MJF as like just like a fuck you to him. It works. I mean, Moxley is a... a... He's the anti-hero. He, yeah, he's like a baby face, but not like he's a, a he's like. A tweener. He's yeah. a tweener. He's yeah. Stone Cold. That's what Stone Cold did. He's the he's the anti-hero. He's like he doesn't play by the rules, but he'll like. But he's he's the baby face. He's still the good guy on, yeah. at the end of the day because he's doing, MJF is st- yeah. such a fuckhead that he's doing heel tactics, but still as a baby face. And I love it, and I think I've been saying it for years. That's what CM Punk should have been. They had a shot at CM Punk to make him like that, and they didn't do it. They had a shot with Dean Ambrose in WWE, and they didn't do Who's it. Who's Dean Ambrose? Um, they said they had a shot with Roman Reigns to even fucking do it, and they didn't do it. It's just like, guys, it's not that hard to please wrestling fans. Wrestling fans like an anti-hero. Stone, unless uh, you guys don't want to admit it, but Stone Cold Steve Austin, D-Generation X, The Rock. They all changed professional wrestling forever. You can't go backwards into the 80s to the good guy. Hey, I'm Hulk Hogan. You know, it kind of worked with Cena. It still wasn't the same. It's not going to work for everybody. Everybody's different. Right. That's the thing. Is like but there's... Cena was hated for so long that yeah. it, it worked at the end of his career because people were like, fuck, we don't want to get stuck with Roman. Cena, can you please stay? We love you. We're sorry. <laughs> like. So, yeah. Uh, but Moxley, MJF, great match. Um yeah, I was surprised, pleasantly surprised by that. With our predictions uh, this past week, our what? Offended's Predictions Championship. With five correct picks, with five correct picks in third place, was Stoutsie. Rough night at the office. You suck, Stoutsie. Rough night at the office. It came down to nine to eight. One person almost had a perfect score, nine, and the other had eight. And with that, your new Offended Predictions champion is Katie Katie, Naked Lady, with nine baby! correct picks. What? Did you just do the Kofi baby? Yeah, I did. I did. I'm excited because I fucking kicked both of your asses. You beat me by one. You didn't kick my ass. You, I... won, you won a close match. You kicked But Jim's I won ass. it fair and square. Yeah, you won a close match. Basically, we had an FTR, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page match. It doesn't matter unless you win. So don't, I mean... You can compare how badly you lost to Jim. I guess that's fine, but all in all, I'm still the fucking winner. Whatever. The um, fucking champion. Congratulations. Whatever. Oh, thanks. Um, 2020, again. Um, 
I've won before 2020. Uh, but yeah, Miro debuted. We talked about it already. Fucking awesome. I can't wait for him to do Miro things in AEW. Uh, he's going to steal the show. He's going to be himself. And he's going to get over. So that's what the moral of this episode is about being yourself. Be yourself. I kind of want to see him and uh, Colt Cabana team up. Why? I feel like they'd be hilarious together. Um, what I think is hilarious is that AEW hit over a million this past week with Brody Lee and Dustin Rhodes as the main event. Fuck you, WWE. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, AEW all out. So, yeah, Katie, you're going to hold on to that title until November because I'm coming for that title in oh, November. Fuck yeah. And also, now that we're done with AEW, we're going to go into the, the, the one, two, three finish. And I'm going to start. Okay. Number one, I'm going to make that bracket for the 32, 60, maybe 64 movie tournament. Right? Okay. What do you think we should do? Action movies for one genre, drama for one genre, comedy for the other genre, and miscellaneous for the fourth? Why, why not, like, thriller or scary? That's miscellaneous. I don't know, because you can only pick, like, four different genres, in my opinion. So what are they again? Action, action comedy? Action, comedy, drama, and miscellaneous. So anything in that one. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. So you do like romance or yeah, or thriller or animation. Yeah, yeah. There's just a lot. Um. So yeah, that's coming soon. Number two, Miro Day, every day, and number three. This is to you, Nick Dugan, and Kyle Forche. When we play that movie game, that title is mine. When you had me on. When you had me come to this network, there was a paradigm shift when I came to this fucking network. And that paradigm shift was me in this podcast, not Katie, Katie, Naked Lady. It was tricky. It was me. All right? I'm coming for that movie championship because I'm stronger than the bear. I'm faster than the buck. going to whoop both your asses because you absolutely suck. Tricky is going to be the new movie game champion, and you can bank on that. That was my wrestling promo for the movie game. You're welcome. All right, so my one, two, three finish. <laughs> um, one, you suck for being a fake Marvel fan. Two, I'm the fucking champion. Fuck yeah. And three, Black Lives Matter. Woo! All right, so that about does it here on Offended. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube at Offended Pod. Make sure you go follow me on Twitter. Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow KDK Naked Lady on Twitter at Naked Lady with Two Ys. Uh, wherever you're listening to this song, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. 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 Maybe on Pandora soon as well Ooh. by searching Offended. And if you can't find us, search Offended with anything but credible attached to it. We come right up. Subscribe, follow, give us a five star rating, baby. Go feed. Oh, you can uh, make sure to go follow our playlist exclusively on Spotify to find the present songs of the week. Make sure to go check out Podcast Mo and go to anythingbutcredible.com for all 
of your Anything But Credible network necessities, like Offended, Anything But Credible podcast, or the Going Off Topic podcast. You can find all three of us there, baby. Go check it out. All right. So, yeah. Dugan, Fauché, I'm coming for that title. And it's going to be mine one way or another. I guarantee it. And that's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. (laughs) Mark. Mark. Why'd you sound so weird? Anyway, we'll see you guys next week for Offended. For Katie Katie Naked Lady. Bye. I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. And the play out in its entirety is the Joes Keep Your Head Up. We'll see you guys next week. Something's calling me Something's calling